everybody, Jeff Antoniak here. Welcome to Digging Deeper Jazz Videos. This is video number 23. We're going to be talking about some vocabulary and the basis of sort of everything as far as tonal, harmony, licks, all that stuff goes. Sounds a little grandiose, but I'm going to stick with that, the basis of everything. All right, now this is for all instruments, of course. This has to do with melodic stuff. This has to do with comping on the piano or guitar. This has to do with bass lines. And frankly, for a drummer to understand this stuff is fantastic. Even if they don't practice it on their instrument or be able to write it out, the ability to hear this makes you able to phrase better as a drummer. Pay attention. <laughs> okay, this uh, video, as always, is sponsored by Gonzalez Reads. Thank you very much to them. They're a fantastic sponsor. I love their product. I've used it forever. All right, so now this is about the 65th video I've done online in the last year plus. And I've been very hesitant, I notice, to put up some licks. Hey, here's a cool lick. Um, first of all, I think you can go a lot of other places to get that, and that's perfectly fine. You can look at books, perfectly fine. And of course, listen to your favorite players steal their stuff, perfectly fine. For me, conceptually, the way I like to teach, I like to give people the concepts, the ideas, in a way, the bigger picture. And then we dig deeply, the name of the series, into what we're talking about, and that's where we find interesting things. Now, this doesn't have to be time-consuming, or you don't have to necessarily dedicate 10 years of your life to doing this, right? So I've been hesitant to say, hey, here's the cool lick of the week. It, I, I love licks. I play them. I learn them. I teach them, but I don't know. It's like go, paying money to go to university and them saying, hey, here's a cool word today. Listen to this word, and now learn another word. That's not the way to get there. That said, I do want to talk about vocabulary a little bit. I couldn't help myself. I had to have sort of a broader concept that covers a bunch of licks as opposed to just me showing you something, okay? Let me put this up on the, on the screen. What I'm talking about today, this idea of the basis of everything, what I'm talking about is... Uh, let's look at it in the context of this 2-5-1, this D minor to G7. What I'm talking about is the voice leading and how the chords progress, how the melodies resolve, how good comping, guitar or piano-wise, how a voice will move from one chord to the other. So I'm talking about the flat 7 of the minor chord to the 3rd of the dominant chord. This is not a jazz innovation. This has been around forever. I'm talking about the C to the B. And what I'm saying is thousands and thousands of the great licks, the great melodies, the favorite things your favorite players play have this inside there. So for today, I want you to understand that. Many of you understand it and you're rolling your eyes. Well, thank you for not clicking away and watching a cat video or something. Stop rolling your eyes though. Practice this stuff, right? Get it under your fingers. It's great that you know it, or it's great that you know two or three licks that you use it. How about five or six licks? How about getting your own version of this, right? So that's what I want to do. So let me just play some of these for you, just so you hear what we're talking about. And by the way, a lot of chord tones on this sheet. Look at number one. Every single one of those notes is a chord tone, but you've heard your heroes play that. Number one, B, right beside it, is the same thing, just doubling it up, making it a little more interesting, rhythmically. Let me play that with some harmony for you, just so you can kind of hear those two.
Okay, so the progression is going two, five, which is what's written there, and then two measures of a one chord, just to give myself a little time to loop back to where we're going. So I played number one, I played number one B, I improvised with them a little bit. I made some stuff up on those two measures of the one chord, right? If you're interested in what I played on the one chord, look at the previous video, major bebop scales. That's almost entirely what I was doing there. Okay, so that sound of the seventh resolving, and resolving means moving by a half step. It means an important voice moving to another voice. There's a million places you can get, you know, tuned up on this stuff. If this is new to you, um, you know, that's fine. Buy me a beer. We'll sit down. We'll talk about it. If it's a long conversation, buy me a bottle of scotch and we'll sit down and talk about it. All right, so let me uh, go through the sheet a little bit more. I'll put it back up on the screen. And so the second line is using, now all of these are using the seventh to the third. On the second line, you'll see some one measure two fives, maybe something like we'd see in rhythm changes or a quicker turnaround. I'll play it again. Again, that strong seventh to the third. Let me play number two B. So it's always the connection is that seventh to the third. Let me play two C. Ah, so there's a little bit of a delay. That includes an enclosure, which is one of my favorite devices. But those right there, five fantastic licks that you've heard people play. And the way I like to think of that seventh to the third, if you're an architect or a builder, that's a 90 degree angle. There's a lot of other angles you can use. Some of them are cool, but I tell you what, 90 degrees is tried, it's true, it's strong, it's clear, it's clean, and your building probably won't fall over. If you use too many 97 degree angles, you could be in trouble, right? So if your resolutions are not so clear, not so classic, you better know what the hell you're doing because things are gonna come apart pretty soon, right? So that's what's going on here. All right, so let's look at uh, line number three. But I tell you what, I'll, uh, I'll play line number three twice, I'll play line number four twice along with the track. And my track, by the way, is going two, five, one, one. So it's a four measure phrase, even though it's just three measures on the sheet. Here we go, line number three. So the whole point of the day, this basis of everything idea, is this seventh to the third resolution. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different licks on this sheet that I'm holding up here. By the way, I want to send this thing to you. So uh, send me an email, diggingdeeperjazz at gmail.com. I would be delighted to send you that or any of the other uh, PDFs that I've done because I want you practicing this stuff. I mean, it's cool that you're, you know sitting there eating a box of bonbons and watching, you know, binge watching jazz videos. Uh, do get out your instrument and try playing this stuff a little bit. Okay, so uh, I'll send this thing off to you 
And the idea of that 7th to 3rd resolution, that's it, okay? So again, if this is old news to you, if you're a pro that's been doing this for years and years and years, there are a million ways to dig deeper. Item three and four, let me put them up on the screen again for you. Um, have enclosures. Now, if you're not hip to enclosures, one of my previous videos in the Advanced Jazz Learning Technique series, um, and I'll put that up on the screen, which one that is, um, digs into enclosures. I'm gonna actually do another video on enclosures soon. So enclosures, how you can delay the resolution of that seventh to the third, right? There's a million ways to be hip with it. You can play it early. You can delay the resolution. You can play it early, but in a delayed fashion. I, it's hard to talk about this stuff, but there's a million ways to do it. So what I wanna do is challenge you to do that, right? If you're not sure what to do, if you find yourself playing the same three or four things, well, guess what? Listen to one of your heroes. Open up the Charlie Parker Omni book or whatever else it is. Or transcribe. And I don't mean you have to transcribe 14 choruses of Sonny Stitt. How about transcribe four measures of Sonny Stitt? Even if that takes the whole week. Even if that's hard for you to do. Wow, what an amazing thing. All right. So, uh, yeah, we'll just leave it there, I think. That's, you know, I've said what I want to say on that. Um, you understand the importance of the resolution. And um, I wanted to sort of give some vocabulary, but I can't help myself that I need to sort of put it in a bigger context to understand why we would learn that vocabulary or why our ear is attracted to that vocabulary. So that page should keep many of you busy for months and months. And as I've said on previous videos, for most of us, learning this stuff in 12 keys is not good advice. Yes, I know that goes against everything you've heard, everything you've read. What I'm saying is I'm right. <laughs> I'm gonna explain that really quickly. Um, if you have five hours a day to practice, yeah, 12 hours, or you know, 12 keys, for sure, for sure, for sure. But for many of us, learning one of those licks could take a while, right? And then to transpose it into the next key, that gets to be a lot. So what I'm suggesting is if you're playing the song Pent Up House, uh, the last video we used Pent Up House, it's basically two, five, one in the key of G for much of the song. So how about you learn a couple of these licks in the key of G and then play them, play them, play them over, over, over again, right? I want you to learn one or two new bits of vocabulary and then use the vocabulary. I don't want you to flip through the dictionary, read 75 interesting words, close the book, and you can't remember a single one of them and they're not in your vocabulary. And frankly, you don't remember them tomorrow. In a sense, that was wasted time. That's not what I'm about. I'm about getting you sounding better, right? So for many of us, learning these licks in one, two, or three keys and getting masterful with them in three keys, then move on to the other keys. That is better advice. I'll go to the mat on that one for sure. So thank you for tuning in. If you'd like to get a hold of the PDF, any of the, any of the previous PDFs, get me at diggingdeeperjazz at gmail.com. Please subscribe to this. Please share this with other people. My, my whole thing is I want to get this information out there. I'm mostly talking to adult amateur musicians, but of course, a high schooler who's putting this together for the first time, or even a pro who's been out there. I've, many people are writing me in this, in this circumstance. People have been playing 30 years. But they're wanting to dig a little bit deeper past what they've been doing for the last 30 years. That's fantastic. I love it. So please send me an email. I'd be happy to send you this stuff. I'd love to get to know you. So uh, thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next time. Take care.